Hey mamas, today is a little bit of a different kind of podcast. It is a bit of an encouragement slash Bible study slash stir in your spirit. Well, what I hope will stir your spirit. I've been sitting on this for a while and I feel like today's the day to bring it to you. So I hope you enjoy and are blessed and get something from it. Welcome to the Wholesome Mama Show. I'm Elise and I'm on a mission to help women break free of feeling stuck in survival mode and enjoy motherhood again, even through the tough seasons. When I became a new mum, I felt lost, confused and didn't know my calling beyond motherhood or even if I had one. The last few years have been a journey of finding myself again, becoming well from the inside out and figuring out how to enjoy this time with my little ones. John 10.10 says that we are called to a full, abundant life and I know that that includes us mothers. Join me here for conversations around living with intention, simplifying our homes, holistic health, including quitting the tox, how to really walk in faith in today's world, conscious parenting and marriage, and so much more. So mama, if you've been finding life stressful and overwhelming lately, I'm here for you and I'm so glad that you are here too. Let's take a moment, grab a cup of tea or a glass of bubbles, and let's get into today's episode. So what I want to chat about is having faith over fear because we are so bombarded with fear. You only have to turn on the news, scroll social media, have a conversation, what feels like have a conversation with somebody else to feel fear. There's just so much fear surrounding us, particularly at this time. And I really wanted to, I was, I've been having different conversations with different people and there's been a few conversations where my spirit has felt really deflated and defeated. And it is when people, I've been around people And this isn't to attack anyone, but it's when I've been around people who are leaning in to the fear over their spirit. And I guess because I feel in my spirit, I'm very, very cautious of what I consume, be that the news or social media, what I'm taking in, I'm really, really cautious of and really intentional with. And having discernment is something that I, I guess is a gift that I really treasure and really take time to practice and strengthen. So when something doesn't sit right in my spirit, it feels so heavy and it's hard for me to move past but so this was when I kind of found these two verses that I want to talk to you about today and really looked at them as to what they are what they mean and going to a deeper level of understanding so I'll share the first one with you and it's 1 Timothy 6 12 
And this verse says, fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Now, what I want to really talk about is the first half of that verse, fight the good fight of the faith. Now, I'm not going to try and pronounce the Greek words because I for sure will get them wrong, but it says fight the good fight. Now, those two fights are two different words. So the first fight, the fight, the good fight, fight is to take action, to confront, combat, exercise, discipline. So in this, the original Greek word you look for with this fight uh, is to exercise discipline in the term of preparing for back when the Greeks had their Greek Olympics, their games, those kinds of things, preparing for that. So having self-discipline, having desire, patience, endurance, perseverance. So those are the words that that fight, the first fight is referring to. Then the good fight. So good obviously being beautiful, but also the Greek word for that good is noble, moral, valuable, virtuous. And that fight, the, the meaning of that fight is race, struggle and conflict. So fight the good fight. Take beautiful action. Take good action against this noble conflict, this moral struggle that we are in of the faith now that faith means belief trust but also the way that that faith word translates into our current english language is to have full confidence full assurance full reliance and obviously faith in god so full reliance assurance and confidence in jesus then take hold of the eternal life to which you were called seize and attain the eternal life, which is our prize, our the prize at the end of the race when we have won our race, when we have fought the good fight, we run our race and we have held on and lay hold of that prize of eternal life. So really this is a calling to raise the banner of truth. And it's amazing when you look at, at a surface level, fight the good fight of the faith, is just like, yeah, have faith. But actually when you look at it, it is a calling, it is a mandate on our lives to raise the banner of truth, of the truth of the gospel, of the truth of God, the truth of Jesus. And then the second verse that I want to share with you is 2 Timothy 1.7, both verses from the two books of Timothy, but 2 Timothy 1.7 says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Now that fear word, God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. That fear word also translates to be timidity, cowardice, having a lack of courage, a lack of confidence, and a lack of bravery. So the spirit that God has given us, which is his spirit, is not one that lacks courage, confidence, or bravery. 
And it says that power, um, it says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So power, to be mighty, to be abundant, to have authority. And that love word there is agape love, which is unconditional love. It's the highest form of love and charity. So having power, having authority, abundant authority, having unconditional love. And then the last word, self-discipline, to have self-control, to have wise discretion. And my favorite translation says, says it as a sound mind. So the spirit that God has given us doesn't lack courage, it doesn't lack confidence, and it doesn't lack bravery. It is mighty, it is abundant, it has authority, it is unconditional in its love, it has self-discipline, it is self-controlled, it calls our mind into soundness, into peace, into oneness with Jesus. So what I really want to encourage you with, and I, I'm really sharing this because I want to stir your spirit. I want to stir your spirit to, if you feel like you are living crippled under fear, then I want to encourage you to start to build your faith and rise above it. Because we were not called to live under fear. We were not called to live in the fear of man, to live in having fear of earthly things and even death because Jesus didn't come to earth. He didn't give himself as a sacrifice on that cross. He didn't die and he certainly didn't raise from the dead for us to live under fear. He came, the Bible says that he came so we would have life, an abundant life, life to the full. But at the moment, there's too many Christians who are fearing an illness. There's too many Christians who are fearing other people. And dare I say it, but after conversations I've had, there's too many Christians who are fearing the air. We are called to fear God. We are called to have holy reverence of who he is, of what he's done, of what he's going to do. We already, there's a spoiler alert. If you haven't read Revelation, we already know the ending. We win. So let's not live crippled under fear and forget the one almighty God who we are meant to fear. And if you think, okay, great, how, how do I do that then? So there's a few ways. Take control of your mind. Take back control of your mind. Look at what you are consuming. Look at what you are listening to. Look at, what who, look at who you are letting speak into your life. Find yourself in the word. Turn off the news. If I can just encourage you to turn off the news, please do it because that is just fear. Look at who you are following on social media. Look at who you are letting speak into your life, into your family. Look at what you are speaking. Look at what you are speaking. And is it aligning with the word of God? Because we need to, as that verse said, call our mind into soundness. So that taking back control of our mind, taking control of your health. A little bit controversial, but I believe that I am responsible for my health. I am responsible for the health of my children. 
absolutely, I listen to people who I trust. But at the end of the day, I am responsible. I'm responsible to make the decisions about what I do and don't do for my health. And I make them prayerfully. I make them being informed. I make them knowingly. I make them with a lot of judgment from whatever side, whether it is taking supplements, using oils, doing whatever, drinking, smoking, like there's a myriad of choices. But at the end of the day, I am responsible for my health. You are responsible for your health. And it is absolutely something that God cares about. And then the third thing is take communion. Do not underestimate the power of communion. Go and read about it in the Bible. When Jesus says, take this cup, remember me, take the bread, remember me. Remember what he has done for you. By his stripes, we are healed. By his wounds, we have been forgiven. Take that and remember the authority that you have in that moment. Don't, well, you have always, not even just in that moment, but particularly in that moment of doing the action of taking communion. And don't just leave communion for the whenever you happen to do it when you go to church. Because for us, we haven't gone to church for a while and then we only were able to go for a few weeks and had how many months of not doing communion. So remembering the power that is in what Jesus did on the cross and remembering that the spirit that God has given you has authority. It is confident. It is courageous. It is brave. It is mighty. And so I really hope that this has encouraged you and stirred up your spirit to stop living crippled in fear, to rise up in faith, rise up, rise up in faith. And I'm, I'm praying that for every woman who hears this, that you will take back hold of your faith, that you will take hold again of that mandate to raise the banner of truth and to be the light in your world, to not not be part of the world that's living under fear. This is such an important time for us as Christians to rise up and shine the light and the truth. We are called to be the light on the hill. So my prayer is that you would do that, that you would shine the love and the light as you go about your day. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of The Wholesome Mama Show. I pray that you're blessed by this conversation. And if you did get something out of today's episode, I would love for you to take a moment, leave a review, subscribe, and even share this episode on your socials. And please don't forget to tag me at Wholesome Mama. And also, did you know that we have a community that is fully based around conversations happening in this podcast? Search on Facebook, The Wholesome Mama Community, and I will see you in there. Let's share the love and light and help more women to thrive.